All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Word with Ty Brownlow. I am your host, Ty Brownlow. Remember, no one is worthless. No story is worthless. Today, ladies and gentlemen, man, do I have a treat for you. Got my hometown, home team on the show today. You know, everybody knows I'm from Chicago, and man, <laughs> I have a fellow Chicagoan joining me today. So everybody, Yay. please put your hands together for Miss Michelle Walker. Hey, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, I am from Chicago, and I originated from the West Side. Okay, West Side, Best Side, baby. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You better talk to them like they know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're here because basically, you know, you are a serial entrepreneur. And, you know, before we got started, you know, we talked a little, you know, about some of the things we were going to talk about today, the misconceptions, you know, taking steps and things of that nature. But we're going to kick it off. Um, My first question to you is you started an indie book publishing company called New Wave Mass Media. Can you tell us just a little bit about that and how they got started? Yes. Okay. So um, I actually started my publisher company back in 2007. So a long time ago, uh, seemed like ages now, but um, what it, I started writing screenplays. I always, even since high school, wanted to be a writer. So I would be up late nights and I would be writing a question and I worked in a day and I wrote at night. And so I was sending out my scripts to get a, because back then, you know, the internet wasn't really popping in. So in order to get like in the industry, you needed like an agent to represent you because you couldn't drop off scripts nowhere. You couldn't like make videos of your life. Now it's just so much more access than it was back then in 2007. So I kept getting rejection letters and I was like, man, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I should quit. You know, so you, you, your spirit, once you keep getting rejection after rejection, your spirit gets, you know, wilted and you're like, oh, maybe this ain't for me. But as uh, as my true fashion is like, you know, I really hate for people to tell me that I can't do something. So I said to myself, you know, I started to research a little bit about um, self-publishing. And um, so I said, well, you know what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and write a book. And instead of trying to get an agent, I'm going to put myself on. And then if that works for me, then that will kind of open up other doors for me. And so that's what I did. So I wrote a book and it was called Doing This Time. Um, I wrote the book in three weeks and I went out. I self-published it, did everything myself. I started my um, publishing company and it was like an instant hit. And um, I, I aligned myself with some of the right people, like a literary agent um, who now at this time I had my book and it, I had already kind of got some buzz behind my name for myself. So it was easy for me to kind of like go to different people with because uh, I had some type of traction already. And I had gotten a literary agent and she was able to like open up mad doors for me too, helping me out um, to promote my product. And through that publishing company, I wound up getting a major um, publishing deal too. Um, back in that time too. So it was just like, it was really my determination to say, okay, I'm not going to take these notes. I'm just going to go get up and just do it myself, you know, put myself on. And that's actually like literally been my attitude since the, since 2007, do it myself. Oh, I love it. I love it. Put myself on ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Okay. When the doors close and pretty much as you said, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're sending stuff out and we're talking 2007, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. like, 15 years ago and 
things were not as streamlined as they are now, you know. Right. Pretty much as you said, you have to go find an agent, you know, you have to send stuff, you know, to places or what have you, you know, just to get like looks or what have you. Mm -hmm. And then when, you know, people aren't, you know, man, when people aren't looking at you in a way that you look at yourself, like, look, I know I have this talent, you know, like I'm great. I have this going on, but when the industry looks at it, like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. that can be a little defeating, but, mm-hmm. you know, you still have the mindset to, you know, carry Keep on going. and do the things that you need to do. I think that is wonderful. I Look, people, that is a lesson for all of you all out there listening to us yes. right now. Man, continue. Keep going. Continue. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep. And honestly... When I look back on it, because, like, I might have sent out 100 letters, right? And I probably got back maybe 70 rejection letters out of those 100. But when I look back in hindsight, 100, it's probably was millions of agents. You know what I mean? So it's like I just want to tell people who are watching it, don't be defeated because 80 people out of a million say no. You know, keep going because you can bump up into somebody who's going to say yes. And I know that um, you probably feel like, oh, I sent it out to everybody, but you really have you really have you just like at the surface of everything you know what i mean because the world is a big place you know so don't be defeated because you know a small amount of people are not getting you you know what i mean keep the dream alive and believe in yourself look here words spoken from a true champion y'all all right i mean she here to tell y'all she's done it so yeah who else better to listen to than a person who's actually done so there it is there it is okay I'm feeling you over here, Shata. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, it's in our bloodline. You know, we can go get it. We can go get it. We get up and go get it. That's right. I know that's true. Now, look here. Now, not only did you create, you know, your own indie book publishing company, you also started your own music group, New Wave uh, Music Group. Now, I find this very interesting um especially today with some of the talks i have with teens and you know young adults who are pretty much trying to figure out like the next journey they're going to go on but let me get back to this for a second now you started this you know after you know your son you have a son Mm -hmm. he wanted Mm -hmm. to go into music he wanted to be a rapper you had other plans you know on Mm -hmm. him going to college and pursuing his degree but Mm -hmm. What I find mm-hmm. interesting about this is you vow, you know, to invest in his dream if mm-hmm. he gave you something that you can, you know, believe in, believe in and invest in. So mm-hmm. my question to you, what were your thoughts when your son, you know, wanted to pursue this dream and what happened after that? Okay, so originally, you know, when he first came to me, because I had no clue that my son wanted to rap. I he could he knew how to rap. So he was getting ready for graduation, of course, as his mom. I'm getting ready, like, okay, we're gonna get ready to go to college. I had been saving, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do as a parent. Cause I I always believe that you are you should invest into your kids, right? So that's just like my big belief about what you're supposed to do with your kids. So I had his college fund together and then he came to me and he said well mom don't want to go to college and I'm like what then I said oh okay well then let's do trade school right and and so I say well you know I went out 
and went to, at this time, he never mentioned rapping. I got um, this guy, he, he, was, he did the electrical program in here in Alpha. And I said, okay, well, I'm gonna plug you with the electrical, cause you know, college ain't for everybody, but you gotta do something, right? And so we went through that and he was like, ah, I don't wanna do this neither. So now I'm ready to just knock him upside the head. Like, boy, what is it that you wanna do? So then we went and tried the military. So he said he was gonna go to the Navy. So we went and did that, but um, he had like missed two questions off of um, the entry exam. So we had to retake, I think they said in like three months. So I'm like, okay, so in these three months, you need to go find something to do, a job or something. And then he really, and he came to me, he was so nervous. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, well, I really don't even want to go to the, to the uh, army or the Navy, anything. I want to do music. And I was like, what? Music? When did, where did that come from? And he was like, I always been wanting to do it. You know, I've been doing it with my friends in school. You just didn't know about it. So I was like, okay. So at first I was just like really kind of taken back because, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you hear rapper, you're like, oh, no, nah. you know what I mean? You need to go to college. You need to get an education, get a degree so you could get a good job and provide for your family. You know what I mean? So, but I had to take a step back because when I was his age, I had wanted to be a writer, right? So I took kind of like a step back and kind of retrospect myself to say, okay, when I, because mom, because I had my son, I was a teenager, right? So when I graduated, um, high school, I had a baby, so I couldn't go off to college. My mom was like, absolutely not. You got a baby, you got to work. So I had to go to college throughout my years versus me going away and getting that whole college experience or whatever. And that's what I really wanted for him to be able to go away and get that whole college experience. But I had to realize that's what I wanted for him, you know, because I missed out on that. You know what I mean? But I still winded up to, to a success. It just took a little bit longer for me to get that because I didn't have the help. And I said, well, I'm here to help you. So I said, well, you know, I'm not going to take my money and just throw it behind you. You need to come bring me something that I can believe in because I ain't never heard you rap. So, you know, just because you say you can rap don't mean that you can. You know what I mean? So you went. So I paid for him a studio session and he came home and I was playing the song. I was like, okay, this sounds good. And my husband came home and he thought it was a song on the radio. He was like, who is this? I'm like, this Keon. He was like, oh my goodness. So then I'm like, okay, well, and then I have a nephew also who raps really well. So then I was like, okay, and then I got a couple of other people in my family who sing really well. Then I just thought about it because, you know, the music industry is very snaky. You get taken advantage of very easily. And then I said, okay, well, I'll go ahead and start the rec label and put the money that way. And then we'll try to build you a career out. You know, and then, you know, like I said, I'm creating something for your legacy that you could pass on through your generations. So, you know, and that's what started me to go and say, OK, I'm going to take the college one that I saved for him to go to college and I'm going to start this record label. And so that's what we did. And, you know, we've been working it. It ain't, it ain't an easy industry to get through, though, but we've been working it. Look, let me just say this to you right now. Hats off to you. I commend you on so Thank many you. levels. Because sometimes on my show, I talk about a return on investment. And you said mm -hmm. it yourself. College isn't for everyone. But mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, um, I talk about, you know, okay, who's telling you about school? You know, like, who's right. really talking to you about what's going to happen further? You know, like, right. why do they want you to do these things? What do you want to do? And right. That return on investment sometimes may not come through because you mm -hmm. may have someone go off, do their four years, graduate, but they're mm -hmm. working in a field that they don't really love. 
So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where's the yeah. return on the investment that you put in for these last four years? There is no exactly. return. And you know, you're trying to find your way. And sometimes that takes even longer to get mm-hmm. to the path you need to get to. And that's not to say that you won't get there, but right. in this day and age, I look, as a youth and young adult advocate, I tell you know the the youth and young people all the time. You have the power to do whatever it is you want to do. Just because you finish high school doesn't necessarily mean you need to go to college. Follow whatever passions that you have. Because Mm -hmm. those passions, there's a way for you to get paid doing what you love. And if music is that, you know, avenue for you, by all means, go right ahead. And I just commend you for that. Thank you. Thank you. As you said, those were your, you know, dreams for him. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. You, but you took the step back, mm-hmm. looked at it for what it was. Like, hey, you know what? If this is really what he wants to do, then I'll pay for this. I'll see this. And mm-hmm. he brought you back something. And as you said, even your husband was like, oh, okay, who's this? I ain't never heard of mm-hmm. And he's like, no, right. this is him. Like, oh, right. oh okay. All right. right. So hats off to you. I love that story. I love it. I love it. Look, people, for some of you parents out here, you know, y'all can learn a little bit from this now. I ain't going to talk about you too bad, but y'all can learn (laughs) a little something from this. Okay? There you go. There you go. Yes, you definitely got the best in your kids. Yeah, there it is. Now, inspiration. You know, like, what gives you, like, the inspiration, you know, to, like, get started? Like, even being a serial entrepreneur. Like, where did that drive come from? Where did all this come from? Well, growing up, I had my uncles and actually my granddaddy. They all they own construction companies, so they were entrepreneurs. Um, my uncle James, he had a video store. He had a store. He always just had businesses. He flipped houses. Even to still to this day, you know, I look up to him. He's still an entrepreneur. You know, my uncle Will, he has a construction company. So it was kind of like ran in a family about, you know, being um, an entrepreneur and, you know, you strive on your own so that was kind of like instilled into me so you know when it came to the next generation which is me you know I try to instill it down to like my son and them um that next generation because that's what my uncle James did for for me so you know I'm really it's really like I look at this thing like bigger than me like I'm not only doing it for me but also showing other the younger youth in my family that listen you can do whatever it is you want to do you have a passion you want to run a business even if you want to go to college let's get together and let's just go and let's do it and let's get it done Hmm. okay so is there any piece of advice you know that your uncles gave you that you still hold on to this day that you even instill in your son and those in the younger generation of your family yes hard work pays off so um Basically, even my granddaddy, he always was like, oh, you're going to be somebody because you, you're a hard worker. So I always uh, still about the hard work, even like my little cousins in college. You know, I let them know, you know, this is, that's not, you can't go there partying. You still have to do 
the work. Hard work is going to um, pay off and then the party is going to be later, right? Once you succeed, you have time to party, but hard work comes first. And that's one thing that I did learn from my uncles that I, I, I try to pass down to them and my son and them. Like, listen, you have to do the work before you can enjoy. What are you enjoying? You ain't, you ain't even finished your tasks yet. Finish your tasks, get the, get to where you need to be, and then you celebrate. You know what I mean? I mean, I, it's good to cheer yourself on along the way. Every little thing that you accomplish, yes, cheer yourself on because you should um, be happy about small things too, right? But don't lose focus because you could lose focus celebrating too much. You know what I mean? So stay the task and, and do the work, you know, because nothing is going to fall out the sky. Even winning the lottery is how it works. You up there trying to think of them numbers to win. You know what I mean? is one in a million chances for you to win the lottery. But, you you know, I see people buying hundreds of tickets. They Those numbers that they sit there and they thought about combinations so they can win something, you know what I mean? So it really was still work, you know what I mean? It's still work. You know, you barely are going to just have money fall into your lap, you know? Okay. I ain't been that lucky. <laughs> well, I don't think any of us <laughs> has been that lucky. But uh, you know what? I love that philosophy. I love that philosophy, even breaking it down to those who play the lottery. Because as you and I know, I mean, it's a science to that. You know, these people, mm -hmm. I mean, people come up with combinations of numbers and things of that nature and they watch they study okay these numbers yeah. hit all right so let me go back and think about these numbers let me think about these yeah. numbers and as you said like hey please i i have members in my family who's been playing the lottery since i was a kid you know and they're still yeah. playing the lottery till this day mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. they're still looking for that jackpot you know so yeah you know so. yeah they're still looking for it so yeah it's work it's gonna be always working even you know i tell um them like even when you reach like what you feel like successful is you're gonna always want more it's gonna always be you know more work to do you know so that's just like one of the things that really sticks for me is just do the work Okay. If you right. do the work, it will pay off. Look here. Michelle Walker on here dropping these jewels, y'all. Y'all better pick them up. Y'all better pick them up. I don't know now. You know, you better not let nobody else come along and get them, and then you're going to be mad. Yeah. You're going to be out here. Mad. That's so true. <laughs> no. It's so crazy. But I just want to quick say, like last night, I was talking to my husband, and he, we were watching, um, what is the show that the entrepreneur is going to get the shark tank? Mm -hmm. And this this guy had a three years ago. My husband thought about this comic book idea, and me myself, when I think of an idea, I just get up and do it. I that's me. That's how I work. I don't contemplate because I know that ideas are one in many. Right? Just because you have an idea of somebody somewhere else that you don't even know, probably with that same idea. So it's not the idea; it's who acts on the idea first. Right. So you can always have a plenty of good ideas to get some money, but if you don't do nothing about it. Then now you see your idea. Somebody else got had that same idea that don't even know you. Now they didn't get it. Now you stand back like, dang, I said I was going to do that three years ago. So that's like one of those aha moments last night. My husband had he like, me. I said I was going to do it three years ago. I said, yeah, I told you to do it. But now they doing it. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I just really like want people to know like ideas are far me. It's, it's so many people in the world that's going to have your same idea, your same thought. But who going to act on it first? So when you have an idea, you got to see it through. You can't just keep on putting it off and say, oh, okay, I'll get back to it because you just never know. Somebody else, somewhere else that, that don't know you, they had that same idea and pick it up and run and bring it to the finish line. And I mean, you know, that's just that, you know, hustle spirit, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. hey, I came up with this, mm -hmm. I'm gone now. 
Yep, that's well, me. I've never heard of anybody doing that. Exactly. That's why it's going to work because nobody <laughs> else is doing it. But as mm -hmm. you said, look, I've thought of several things, you know, throughout my life and said, like, you know, like this would be great or that would be mm -hmm. great or that would be great. Nothing happened. Years later, you know, those ideas came into fruition through someone else. And I'm sitting mm -hmm. there like, I remember. Man, I, I thought about, about I remember I said I was going to do that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I That's said I was going to do that. Look at that. Mm -hmm. you know, so That's how it be. The coulda, woulda, shouldas, you know. Yeah. That's, yep. that's exactly what it is. Okay. Exactly what it is. We vibing over here, y'all. I don't yeah. know y'all really understand what's really going on around here, but we vibing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, look, people talk about taking steps to be an entrepreneur, but, you know, they may not know what that first step looks like. What advice can you give to those people? Okay. So, the first step to me is a plan and then you execute, right? So let's say, well, okay, so I'll take a company. Um, my daughter's like, I have this um, company called Ice Princess. It's like really like blinged out um, hair bows and hair um, uh, beads and all this stuff. So my daughters, they hated to get their hair done. And so I would have to like decorate like the bows to make them sit still because they want to get pretty now because they want to put the bows in their hair. And so I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's other people, kids who feel that uh, same exact way, right? And so then, so I, what I did was just a little research on, okay, pricing, because I think when you start a business, that's going to be your hardest part is coming up with a fair price, you know? fair for what you pay and then what you want to charge your customers it's like uh crazy so you you do your little research on because you're not going to be the only person doing that one business there's probably plenty of people who are doing that same thing but they're not going to do it like you're doing it so you don't don't let that discourage you you just keep going but now you have something to kind of give you an example of what you should price it for and kind of go through and see exactly what they're doing not that you're going to copy them but you need some type of ideas to flow what you want to do and you do that and then you just get up and you um what my first thing that i tell people is to grab um your company's website so you need to pick a name that you want to call your company and then go and see to yahoo business is what i use a lot but it's you can go go daddy or wherever and make sure that that website name is um open because if you want to call your um company red dog right but red dog is not available for um, a website, a web address, then it's not gonna, it's never gonna work because your company is named one thing, your website can't be named something different, right? So you always need to verify um, your company's name towards what's available. And sometimes you might not have to, um, you might have to change, you might have to call it Red Dog Company, right? So you have to kind of, that's the first step in my opinion that you should do is to make sure that what you want to call your company is open and it's available because you might, so no sense of going to call yourself purchasing an LLC and all this other stuff under this particular company name. You can't even get a website under this company name. It's really going to hinder the business. So um, you that's your first step to me is to go and make sure that you can grab that um, that, that um, dot com. 
because if you can't, you need to kind of really figure out what's your company name because you need a .com because in this industry, in this age, in any industry, people want to go to your website. They want to see if you're legit, right? They don't want to spend money off people who looks kind of suspicious. So you need to make sure that um, you have that .com that's available for your business. And then nextly, that's when you can go and get your tax ID. And um, to me, like a lot of people, when I see online, it's like, oh, go get an LLC. But for me, I feel like if you're not really making no money, you know what I mean? That's a step that you can do once you start making money. But it is, if you're doing a business and you're serious in business, I like for me, I went and trademarked all my company's names. Like I have um, New Wave, I have the Amela Basis, I have my Ice Princess. I went and grabbed a trademark because here's another thing too. Like you could be doing business for months under Red Dog, right? But somebody already owns that trademark now you're 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 messing yourself up so now now you listen to the internet gurus you got your llc and all the other stuff but you can't even trademark your business because it belongs to somebody else and they can come and say something to you you know what i mean so to me it's very important to even um reach out to a trademark attorney just to do a search on the name of what you want your business to be called to make sure it's available and if it is available then you need to really um try to trademark your business now if you're doing this as a um you know some people have hobbies right so it's really not um what they see themselves growing but if this is a business and you want it to be a real business and this is you want this to retire your nine to five then you need to align yourself up to be able to be because you know nobody can go and call their company's pepsi right because it's already trademarked and it's theirs that is an important step in the process is to trademark your company's name if you are really serious about growing your brand and then your logo pick a nice logo um you know it's a big debate on how you should have it but they say simple is the best you know simple logo on your um business and then once you start doing that is you need to like get you some product you know to sell so i think those are like the most important pieces is really like kind of write yourself out of that plan at first about okay um i need to check my web address i need to make sure the name is available and then i need to get a tax id and then you know your llc in my opinion can fall later down the line but i think the most important part of it is the securing your company name if you want your business to be a business because you don't want because like i said ideas are plentiful right so you could be doing this for six months and let's say you contact your trademark attorney and nobody had it right but you didn't take this time to trademark your company but somebody three months down the line had that same idea in the same company name and go and trademark it, it and trademarks is it, long time because um for my record label it took two years before my trademark got approved and put through it was a lot of back and forth and and i would say get a trademark attorney because a lot of the jargon that they use is you don't understand it unless you went to law school so it's best to like try to get a trademark attorney to help you through that trademark process because it is um a lot of back and forth between because i my first trademark i filed it for myself and then i got back all these rejections i didn't know what it meant so i had to go get an attorney to fix it in which she Actually, two years he winded up doing it, and then I learned my lesson that time, and I just had him do the rest of them personally myself. So, hmm. okay. Now you know what? Very interesting. Um, I like that because 
as as you said, you know, you're going Instagram, you're going Facebook, you're going Twitter and all these other like social media platforms. Oh yeah, you know, trademark. Well, they won't even say trademark your business. Do a LLC, put it in your kid's name, do this, do that. Like all these mm-hmm. other things, but never really tell you the real game. And mm-hmm. I'm man, I'm just gonna put a little piece with that. Marketing. Mm-hmm. Who is yeah. your product for? Yeah. You know that's true. Because you can have a product and it's and you know it can be great, but if you're like promoting it to a crowd that doesn't care for it, then mm-hmm. that can be disheartening too. So find yes. out who your product is for. Now yeah, that, that's true. Hey. That's that, that's the good stuff I actually missed. And marketing onto me, and I'm still learning how to do that after all this time because marketing is the hardest part of a business running those ads and i i don't know how many courses i done bought to teach because every time you log into facebook or instagram it's this uh uh video pop-up i can help you run your ads mm-hmm. so i didn't bought so many young programs and still after i finished still don't know how to run damn ad i'm like well, I, i'm more confused now than i was before i didn't um, pay for the program I'm still, you know, just trying to, you know, figure that out too on how to do it at a at a great level. It's not easy. Marketing is hard. I I, I can't even lie, but it's the most important part yes. of the business is to um, learn learn your market and how to put yourself in front of them. Okay, okay. look, we dropping it. Look, people. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna say it one more time. If y'all not picking up the game, we putting down for y'all. I don't know what to tell you, you know, like y'all have to go back and watch this 18 times, 20 times. Please do. You know, I mean, you know, I love for those numbers to go up, but I'm just saying other than that, it's, this is all about the informational content, you know, so we're giving you the information that you may need to start your own business because I know there's someone out there thinking about starting their own business and they're mm-hmm. having second thoughts or they don't really know mm-hmm. what to do. So I thank you for that, you know, nugget as well. Now, um, now, you sort of hit it on it, you know, a little bit earlier, but I'm going to talk about, well, let's talk about your, like, umbrella brand, like, Global mm-hmm. Wave brand. Like, mm-hmm. what are all the companies that's included in it? That's on my Mella basis, and then I have Mella basis has Mella Fit Fitness, it has uh, Mella Home, and it has Mella Farm, so it's just a bunch of different things. Um, it's a company that I started with a... Uh, um, it has melanated kids on baby items like receiving blankets, um, sleepers, um, a lot of different things. And um, actually, it's uh, I had a lot of uh, last year hate from non-melanated people saying that I was racist because, uh, yeah, I was shocked too. Really? Like, what? Yeah, oh my God, it was a big thing, like, last year, around July. Like, I was promoting some ads on TikTok, because at first I was just running ads on Instagram. I never had that problem, because Instagram, you can kind of target your market mm-hmm. better. But when you're on TikTok, you can't. It's just like you're running your ads to everybody. And so some people felt like, because, like, I have baby bottles and, like, melanated babies are on the bottles. And so they felt like I was being racist, because I put the melanated kids on the bottles and on the sleepers and um, all of the products that I had. 
the um the receiving places and i'm like well wait a minute gerber baby been white since i was a kid so just because i actually created the company because i was trying to find some swim i have an in-ground swim pool in my home and i was looking for i just wanted the swimsuit with like a little black mermaid on there and i could not find it and i'm like why well, i can't find my kid a, a swimsuit with a black mermaid and so then instead of complaining about it i just did something about it which i so i created Mellow bases to be able to have those type of products and it's not really um i started with just um with melanated kids because I, i'm i'm melanated you know so but i want to represent everybody in all cultures but i feel like I'm, I'm definitely not racist because um i'm putting melanated kids on stuff when it's white kids on stuff all the time you know what i mean nobody says nothing but as soon as if i turn in turn put a black kid on something i'm racist like that's just just beyond me so it was a, a lot of drama on that but you know what i was just like i'm gonna keep going you guys can be mad every time I, i'm gonna keep running my ads and i'm y'all just gonna have to be mad about that because i'm not gonna stop showcasing it so and um so and then you know of course i have the ice princess and then i have brooklyn and ballow um they are um have a um, coloring book and regular books coming out and then pink sky i have a, another daughter that's her brand um, she sells sweatshirts and hoodies and um, makeup. Okay. All right. Look, look, look. Keeping it in the family, y'all. Family of Keep, entrepreneurs. Yes. All right. Yes. I mean, yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. Now, I want to talk about this, and I'm very interested, you know, to hear what you have to say. But what are some misconceptions that people have about being a um, serial entrepreneur? And where do you think people fall short in wanting to start a business? Well, the misconception is that money will fall off the sky and that you're rolling in the dough. That's definitely not true. Um, your first year of business, your first two years of business is you're probably not going to make any profit. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times, especially if you're on the internet and you see people, oh, I made $12,000 last month. I made $25,000 last month. Like, uh, you know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. You know, it's a lot of cap that go on about that because a lot of like you said like we're gonna go revert back to marketing it's gonna take you a while to even put yourself for people to even recognize you know who you are and know what you're selling it only works that way let's say if you already have a following you know and it's a big following and so that gives you a jump start but when you're starting from the from the mud you get it from the mud i mean i mean you have to get all of the followers to come to you and you have to build yourself up so that's gonna take time it's gonna take money and, it, and it's going to take, uh, you know, a lot of hard work and it's probably not going to be profitable in the beginning, you know, but you got to keep going because even, you know, one of the things I tell myself is even Walt Disney filed bankruptcy seven times before he got it right. Seven times, you know, Amazon started in a garage. Look how big Amazon is. What if, you know, his first year business when he didn't do well? If he's just doing a towel and said, you know what, this is not going to work. Let me move on. You know, you have to keep pushing through. If you have to believe in yourself first and your brand, and you have to quiet the noise around you because people project their fears on you all the time. They project their fears on you all the time to make you feel like you shouldn't be doing what you're doing, what you're doing. Don't listen to them. Keep going. So if you still have like I still have a full time job right now and I still work all my businesses. OK, and, and if that's what you got to do until you are to a place where you can afford to let that one go. It's OK. You know what I mean? If somebody else, um, you know, if some people are the luck of the jar. Right. 
overnight success, right? That's one in a million, you know what I mean? But don't mean that you're not gonna be successful. You just have to work a little harder and you can't focus on what nobody else doing. You gotta focus on what you doing and how to bring make your company successful. It is just not gonna be overnight. It's gonna be a lot of long nights, especially if you're working a, a full-time job plus your business, but you still have to give that same amount of energy that you give your full-time job to your business as well to, um, to make sure it's grow. It's a lot of hard, work it's a lot of and marketing like you said is the it's one of the biggest pieces of it is to put yourself out there in front of the people so they can know that your product is available look so that that's one of the biggest misconceptions it's just like it's not everybody's just not gonna be successful you know you wake up uh you put a t-shirt online and then you wake up the next day and then you sold a thousand of them that's just not gonna happen you know what i mean it, it might take some months you might not get not us there but some months you might get a few you know what i mean but you gotta still keep going and believe in your um yourself and your product and keep on marketing so you're gonna spend more than you make your first couple of years look let me just say this you know People don't realize, you know, there's a thing my wife said to me a long time ago. She said, sometimes you have to fund the dream. You know, yep. you may yep. want all these things, but as you just said, it doesn't start off right away. You know, you mm -hmm. have to like get it out the mud. You have to build. You have to, you know, get it out there to people and out there enough so everyone can see. But still at the same time, just because you've done that doesn't necessarily mean you that you have arrived. You still have to fund the dream, you know. As you said, you may not see a profit the first two years, but yeah. that doesn't mean you give up your job. That doesn't mean you mm -hmm. give up what it is you're doing. You still right. keep going and keep going and keep going, and eventually, yeah. it's going to turn itself around to where you yeah. are seeing that profit. And once mm -hmm. you see that first month's profit, okay, all right, you know that right. gives you the inspiration right. to continue. And mm -hmm. look. Who don't like money in a hand that, you know, tax free, this, that, or what have you? Look, huh? I know I do. <laughs> I know I do. So, um, man, I've come to the last question, the question that my show is known for, so I have to present it to you. Miss Nichelle Walker, what is the one word that best describes you and why? Ambitious. I am ambitious because I feel like I can do anything. Nobody, it's so, it's so funny because I hope this take. So um, I'm a songwriter. So I, 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 I write songs and um, you know, um, I, my son is not my only artist, I have a few artists. So all the RV acts, mostly I write the music. And so I had wanted to get into rapping, I mean not to write raps. And so when you a songwriter, you write them, you record demos because you need to tell the artist how it should go, it should sound. So I recorded a demo of the song called Nini. And everyone like, oh, that sounds so good, it sounds so good. Uh, who is that? I'm like, oh, that's me rapping. And they said, oh, well, you too old. And so I'm like, what? And I was like, like oh, you're in your 30s, you're too old. So I'm like, well, give me the HR book on, on how old you got to be the rapper. Because Simon Flay just said he dropped on the CD. And I know he like 30 years older than me. So how you going to tell me I'm too old, right? And so by the time I got to the 21st and it said that same thing to me, it like settled, just unsettled my spirit. And so now I got to prove you wrong. 
So that's where my a bit my ambition lies. Like, don't tell me what I can't do. So then I just went and created me a rap name just for fun, and I got it not because I didn't know nothing nothing about rapping. It all I had to go learn it. You know what I mean? Study it. But I felt like I had to, now I got points to prove because I don't like people to tell me what I can't do. It like it just it really just unsettled my spirit because now I'm gonna prove you wrong. Don't tell me what I cannot do. I can do whatever I want. If I want to put on some shoes and learn how to tap dance, that's what I'm gonna do. You can't tell me that I can't. I'm I, I'm too late in life to to learn how to tap dance. You know what I mean? And that's what I really want to do with my time and my money. That's what I'm gonna do. And so I would say that I'm just ambitious. I believe that I can conquer the world, and nobody can tell me no different that than that. And I always my track worker speak for itself. I'm, I'm always anything I do always ends in success, and that's just period. So. Um, I don't let people project their fears on me and I don't let people project what they feel they shouldn't be doing on me because people will do that and they would kill your dream because they feel like what what they gave up on themselves, you know, they limit themselves, you know, but my ambition is going to always go on top and say, hey, if I want to um, learn how to stand out, this is what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to let people say, oh, well, you shouldn't sell that because you're too old. You know what I mean? Like, that's just me. And my ambition is like, oh, I could just conquer the world if I want to. You know, I might not conquer it overnight, but it's going to get conquered. You know what I mean? So I would just say anybody, make sure that you um, living in your own truth and walking in your own truth. And don't let people uh, project their thoughts and their fears on you because a lot of people are scared of change they're scared to walk into their dreams they're scared because they don't want to fail but well you ain't nothing be so failure but a try I know and just because you fail in something don't mean you can't pick yourself up and try again either because you don't know what you didn't do the first time right and do it again because other than that that it won't be no disney world come on now come on now look here boy look and if you ain't from chicago now you know <laughs> all right we all about look <laughs> It's called the go for a reason, all right? We go get it, That's all right? Go. Come on we now. go get it. All right. Yes. <laughs> Look, I have enjoyed speaking to you. I Man, I've enjoyed Thank talking you. to you. I enjoyed this too. If people want to, you know, get in contact with you via social media or your website to check out your products, where can they go? Okay, so my um, personal page is Nichelle Slays. That's N like Nancy, I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Slays. Um, Mela Basis is my Instagram and my TikTok. Um, just for fun is my um, TikTok and I F-U-N. And um, Ice Princess Apparel is my um, company. So if you have a young girl and you want to have some hair bows or whatever, you can go check me out there. So, And then New Wave Music Group is also um, a website and it's on um, TikTok and um, Instagram as well. All right. There it is, y'all. Look, seriously, I thank you for coming onto my platform, blessing us with these jewels that you just hey. dropped on us. You know what I'm saying? And ladies, no problem. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Word with Ty Brownlow. I've been your host, Ty Brownlow. Remember, no one is worthless. No story is worthless. Follow me, all social media platforms, at Word with Ty Brownlow. Or you can go to my website, tybrownlow.com. You're definitely getting this conversation, plus other great conversations as well. 
Miss Nichelle Walker, I thank you once again. Thank you. We out, y'all. Thank Peace. you for having me.